This is Nursing Uncensored. Your host, Adrienne Benning, invites you to listen in on real conversations about all things in the nursing world. This podcast is intended for nurses, nursing students, and allied health professionals, but non-medical folk will probably get a kick out of us too. If you like what you hear, subscribe and share. What's up, you guys? Adrienne here. This week, I've got a special show for you. First, I'd like to read you an email I got from a woman named Missy a few months ago. Missy writes, I just found your podcast recently, and I love it. I've been looking for something like this, but I figured HIPAA would be a barrier to the stories that nurses and nurses' aides want to hear. I hope you keep this thing going because it really helps me to cope with the job. I used to debrief with my fellow night shift nursing ninjas like Adrian and Andrew. Humor diffuses the stress that we all feel after a night from hell. Lately, I haven't been able to do that because I'm the only original member of staff on my unit. Everyone left because of staffing issues. I enjoy the newer folks, but it just isn't the same. Listening to you guys is like being back with my old crew. Thank you. She goes on to say, I just started listening to the Good Nurse, Bad Nurse podcast. One of the hosts is flying solo because the other is finishing her master's. They're looking for guest hosts to fill in until she graduates. Adrienne, you would be perfect. You should reach out. Well, Missy, thanks for your email. You'll be happy to know that Tina beat me to it and reached out to record. So this week, you'll hear my half of the crossover collab with Tina of the podcast Good Nurse, Bad Nurse. This conversation is really great because we get to talk about the Good Nurse, Bad Nurse podcast and get to know a little bit about the woman behind the mic. We discuss our journeys in podcasting, medical true crime, some of our favorite online influences, goals for the Good Nurse, Bad Nurse podcast, and a whole lot more. Tina is a delight to talk to, as you'll hear in this episode. Go subscribe to Good Nurse, Bad Nurse if you haven't already. There are a lot of really great episodes, actually. I'm still working my way through all of them. I can't wait to hear the episode that I joined in on. It was a lot of fun to record. Now, if you're a new listener to the Nursing Uncensored podcast and you're here because you love Good Nurse, Bad Nurse, let me know somewhere in a review or in a comment on social media. All right, you guys, here we go. Tina, welcome to Nursing Uncensored. It is lovely to have you here today. Thank you. And you... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm finally glad we're able to do this. Um, I've actually, I've been listening to your podcast for a little while now. You are the host of Good Nurse, Bad Nurse. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your show. Thank you. Well, Good Nurse, Bad Nurse is, um, it's a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. So uh, I started listening to podcasts about a year ago. And I was listening to like true crime podcasts and then well, really all kinds of stuff. Like I listened to Serial and I listened to mm-hmm. S-Town and some of the more popular ones. And then I started listening to, I don't know, just true crime, different random ones. And at one point I thought, I wonder if there's anything out there nursing related. And I started looking it up, like what nursing podcasts are out there. And I was wanting a nursing or medical true crime so I wanted to hear specifically medical stories that were true crime stories. And I couldn't find anything. And I thought, I wonder if I could do this. So um, I have a friend of mine that I work with, um, asked her if she'd like, like to do a podcast with me because I wanted to do a more conversational one. 
And so she started doing it with me and we did a few episodes together. I don't know, six or seven episodes. Then she started school and she got extremely busy and wasn't able to do it. So I started pulling other people in like, Hey, would you do it with me? Would you? And <laughs> we just started, uh, I don't know. It just kind of became a, whoever would do the podcast with me that, and even if they, if they were a nurse or a x-ray technician or whatever it's you know anybody with their toe in healthcare. that's right yes I did um, an episode with a um, medical receptionist back in I think it was November Um, he was awesome I want to have him back on for sure he was so good just so easy to just talk to and chat with and fun and so I just kind of like opened it up to not just nursing but just medical stories and and I wanted it to be, it's sort of, like I said, it's an, it's an evolving sort of thing. I'm trying to, still trying to figure out exactly what the purpose is. I know I want to just encourage people, but I also want to unite the medical profession. I feel like sometimes working, I work in a pretty large hospital, and sometimes the different uh, professions can bump up against each other and kind of like blame each other when things go wrong or when we get frustrated. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, respiratory therapists, blah, blah, you mm-hmm. know, and then, oh, those nurses, you know, just, <laughs> and I just, I don't like that. I want to, can't we all just get, I'm more of a, can't we all just get along kind of girl. And so I feel like it's better for the patient if everybody is, is working together as a team. I took a class a few years ago that talked about the silo effect and how we, everybody thinks their job is the most important job. And when in reality, you really couldn't do your job if you didn't have everybody working together as a team. And so it's so much better if you can, even if you're frustrated because pharmacy is not sending that med when on time and you can't hang the antibiotic when you're supposed to. And now it looks like you were late when really it was their fault. And <laughs> every single time <laughs> thinking late. So rather than think that way, you know, think what process is going on that needs to be changed so that they can maybe do their job better because I'm sure they don't want to constantly be getting the antibiotics late. So there's clearly a kink in the process somewhere and try to look for solutions instead of just always complaining about the problem. So that's where I kind of like the podcast to, at this, while we're, you know, maybe entertaining a little bit. Um, we're also educating and maybe trying to, to unite each other as well. And that's how I've gotten involved. So um, I am very happy to be talking to you this evening because of this kind of like open door policy that you have right now. It's great. The the people that you can meet and the stories that you hear just from doing something like this. Like I'm a new podcaster as well. And I kind of had the same motivation as you. I wanted to listen to a specific type of podcast And I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I think it's really interesting that you came in on the like true crime level of things because those stories, I was actually um, cruising the iTunes like top um, podcast, just the kind of all categories. And it used to be that you would see a lot of the same kind of uh, comedy podcasts at the top. Now the top 100 is so saturated with true crime stuff. Mm -hmm. People are really fascinated by it. And while some of it maybe is some, you know, morbid curiosity, I think what you're saying is true. Like it's a unifying force because even if we're talking about like a, a bad nurse or a bad doctor, as the title of your show indicates, we're still learning, you know, we're still learning what, what is not acceptable. What can we learn from these bad insert 
profession here. So yeah. I think that you have done, or you, at least from what I've heard, you're accomplishing what you set out to do because I'm learning from it and I'm enjoying it. I'm entertained. Um, but also I find myself um, curious, you know, as a podcaster, not only do I like the content, but I'm really curious about like the behind the scenes of your show and, you know, how you pick your stories or how you hook up with folks to talk to. So maybe share, you don't have to give away all your trade secrets, um, but I would love to hear more kind of about how you like say, oh, I've got this idea and how does it become a podcast then? Well, so as far as like an episode, like how I would come up with um, an idea for an episode. Yeah, yeah. So what I usually do is I'll look for uh, interesting stories and I'll just kind of sometimes people send me um, stories they'll say hey have you ever heard this story and I'm like oh I haven't heard that I'll, I'll do that's a great one or I'll be like yeah I did that one already you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah because there are some fascinating stories out there that no one has done now if it's too obscure I might not be able to find enough details to make an entire episode about it so it has to be one that's out there in the news enough that I can get and I like to pull together lots of different articles if I can find a 48 hours episode on it or a, a 2020 or um, Dateline or something like that, they do such a great job. They do of, great. Yeah. Yeah. Researching and interviewing different people. So that's a wonderful um, place to look, a resource, you know, just to get really good details. Um, and then I just kind of put my spin on it from all the different resources that I use and what I usually do, I typically look for the bad stories, you know, like the stuff that, you know, the true crime. And then whenever I find one that I'm like, I want to tell this story, you know, this, this sounds like a fascinating story. It's got a lot of twists and turns. It's, it could be a cautionary tale, you know, what, <laughs> how not to get yourself in, you know, into a mess. And then from there, I will try to incorporate, like I said, if I have a, a doctor who, um, maybe did something bad I might want to do a good doctor story so that I kind of counter that so it's like obviously not all doctors are bad the majority of them are wonderful amazing people who sacrifice decades of their life mm -hmm. before they you know they, they do they sacrifice so much by the time they're uh, 30 years old they're they're just now kind of starting their professional career and a lot of times in debt hundreds of thousands of dollars and they, um, I think they deserve all the accolades and all the kudos and all for the praise. sure. I, mm -hmm. I just, I really do. I work with some wonderful doctors at the hospital. I'm so proud of all of them for their hard work and the years that they put into to medical school and their residency and then for furthering education. And I so appreciate doctors who, when I come to them and say, you know, to use the S bar format and give them the situation, the background and, you know, my, whatever the word assessments, yes. <laughs> and the recommendation and that recommendation is what gets those nurses in trouble sometimes with the doctors because they, they don't necessarily always like the nurses making recommendations. And I'm just like, we all are supposed to use S bar. So here's, you know, here's what I think. What do you think? And I love it when they, instead of going, you know, well, you're just a nurse. You don't know, you know, you don't, you don't really have all my knowledge. I love it when they go, um, I, I can see why you would think that, but in this case, this is what I'm thinking. And they kind of explain and help to teach me a little bit mm -hmm. of their perspective 
to me, that's like the best doctor in the world. Yeah, make a me. Yeah, make it a learning experience instead yeah. of just slapping your hand and saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. silly nurse." Yeah, nice try, you silly little. Yeah, nurse. <laughs> no, that's really good. I, you know, I've gotten really lucky. The a lot of the physicians that I work with, not only you know we get to know them pretty well, but. Um, you know, I either see physicians that, you know, appreciate our expertise. They know that we've spent a lot of time with our patients. Um, and then I've also seen the brand new resident that's like terrified to write orders and they're like, well, what do you think? (laughs) And also as a palliative care nurse, you know, palliative care, end of life care kind of scares some people, including some physicians, regardless of tenure. And so sometimes they're really appreciative when they've got an experienced nurse that can say, I need this med, this med, and this med to help this patient so but yeah it's true it's nice to restore homeostasis by like balancing out like a bad story with this kind of redeeming like hey look we're not just crapping on the doctors right now you know um yeah that's really great so um and then in terms of like picking your guests, are you, um, I know that I, starting out, I recruited a lot of my friends, you know, other mm-hmm. nurses that I work with, other professionals that I spend, you know, my, my shifts with. What about you? How do you, how do you hand pluck guests? Well, what, it, like I said, this has definitely been a process that's evolved as well. Mm-hmm. So when I first started out, of course, it was just Sam and I, and I was trying to figure out, um, what I was doing then as time goes on I'm learning more and I've I'm you know not I'm definitely not a professional I still struggle Um, amen girl me neither (laughs) the technology kills me but I just you know I still I'm trying and so but then when each week I found if I was working with somebody who had nothing to do with podcasting nothing no experience whatsoever with um doing this sort of thing you know where you're needing to you know keep the conversation going or needing to do research about something um i found it uh inconsistent and i wanted my episodes to be a little bit more consistent so i started thinking well if i could get other people who are podcasters then i'm going to probably have a better um, experience (laughs) they're going to be used they're going to own a microphone (laughs) they're going to have a real microphone instead of using their phone or their open air laptop you know uh, microphone and you can hear the air conditioning and everything else Um, and I have been known to ship microphones to people across the country I have done that before Um, my Yeti has been all over the country Um, awesome but but, you know I just not that I'm I'll still have people on that aren't uh, podcasters I I don't it's fine I don't I I don't necessarily um worry too much about you know the whole thing or that I'm not trying to be like super professional or anything I just want to have fun doing this um but it is it's less stressful if the person that I'm doing the the episode with is an experienced podcaster so they know how to record on their end and and know all the stuff and I'm not the one carrying the entire thing because I honestly don't have anybody helping me with this with the production side of it same the the research the editing the uh social media none of it I have no help whatsoever um so I've been trying to recruit my husband to do it and he's he's telling me he's gonna start um, (laughs) come on hubby 
help it's fun yeah i'm i too i'm kind of the one woman show over here even though i say i use the royal we a lot we because i'm trying to include my audience as well but yeah yeah, it's just me and it's a lot of work but it's a lot of fun too right you're having fun yeah a blast it's like the best hobby ever yeah it's like it feels like a full-time job like I have a full-time job at the hospital <laughs> and so then I'll come home and I'm working night shift right now I just got a um a day shift position offered to me that it, I'm still on nights until I get um until you make that switch yeah I've got to make the tra- transition so I'm a team leader on nights now I'm going to be a team leader on days but it's going to be a couple months so I'm still working nights I'll get off uh, work in the morning at seven o'clock and I literally was supposed to be recording an episode this morning I was dragging I was dragging this morning and I thought I cannot believe I'm about to do an episode with with somebody and I was so excited about the person I was doing the episode with and then he texted me and he had some problems with just just some issues come up uh, personal issues and I was just he, he was like I'm so sorry and I'm just like you have no idea uh, I can go to bed <laughs> Yeah. And actually, my my original co-host, uh, co-creator, friend Andrew and I, we've done shows about that brain fog, that night shift, that post shift. Um, and we've joked around about how that's a dangerous time because you either end up saying something silly or you end up going to Target and spending $200 on stuff that you didn't need. Um, and so I know that feeling so well. So congrats on your return to your soon to be returned to day shift that's an important most people aren't like me I do love nights I thrive on nights but um, I hope that this is like a smooth transition for you it's usually easier going from nights to days than vice versa I've heard I've yeah I don't know but um, that should be a really good transition for you you were talking about how you like had only been listening to podcasts for a short time before you started doing it. I think that in terms of your audio quality, you're doing great. Like things, it's kind of the same boat I'm in. You always want to make it a little bit better, a little bit more interesting. I kind of have set the goal of just learning like one new techie skill a month and that's about all my brain can handle um but I think you're doing awesome um what advice do you have I mean we want other people to get involved what advice do you have for people who want to get in the podcasting game yeah see I I love to encourage um other people to get into this because I I was there's a couple of for one thing I would I would say get involved with a podcasting support group. Um, there's several of them on Facebook, really good ones. Uh, if you are a female podcaster or are wanting to get into uh, podcasting, there is a group called She Podcasts, and it's all female podcasters, and it's by two women who are basically the it girls of podcast female of podcasting and so they they know all of the they just know everything when it comes to podcasting. I want to check I, this out myself. They're amazing. I pay uh, like $5 a month to be in their Patreon like the super yeah, mm-hmm. squad and they do these group these little things, little sessions a couple times a week. So they'll answer you can pick their brain. They're amazing. They're wonderful. They're encouraging. I, I just love that group. There's a just a regular podcaster support group. Um, I can't even think of all the names of them, but there's just several different support groups, and I'm a, a member of a, several of them. 
a lot of them are closed groups because they don't mm. want, you know, you want to be, feel safe saying what you, you know, want to on there. If you're interested in getting podcasting, I would say go on there and start looking at a lot of the things that other people have posted because a lot of people go on there and say, I'm thinking about getting into podcasting. You know, what kind of microphone do you think I should use? That's probably been posted a thousand times. <laughs> and so you can probably find what they recommend. And um, there's always just great advice. Like, well, sometimes people will say, I just recorded an entire episode and then the whole thing, I can't hear it, you know, and then people will jump I, right in. And yep. Oh, I've you know? been there. Yes. <laughs> Um, there's such a learning curve, but it's really not, you know, everything I've learned, I've learned from just digging around on YouTube and other internet sources. It's so nice to know that, because I'm still learning. I'm not at a point where I'm like, oh, learned all I need to know. So this is actually something that really interests me as someone who's always trying to like grow and up my game. So she podcasts that perfect name right to the point. Yeah, it's um, a good one. It's really good. Like I said, and podcaster support group, I like that. One. I think it's a UK based, um, but there's some that are that are that are in the US too. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's it, to me, it doesn't matter. I don't think that much. Every now and then, I'll think about it when they're like, "Hey, there's a meetup," and I'm like, "Oh, that's over there across the pond." <laughs> I won't be making it to this one. Um, I also another really good resource to put my two cents in. I've been listening to the podcasters roundtable for a while now and you know it's a bunch of guys who have other podcasts about podcasting and they come together and like their most recent one was about uh stressing out over a podcast debut or release um you know they've done episodes on um well just about everything I've learned so much from them so I just want to give them a shout out I've left them messages on their YouTube channel before so that's another really great um uh, you know, resource maybe for the fellas that want a podcast, they can't get in on the on the she podcast situation. But um, yeah, great resources. As you look forward, like, do you have like these fantasies or dreams about what the podcast is going to be? Like, what are what are maybe some aspirations you've got? I have a lot. I got I have a lot of goals. Uh, that the the podcast has really taken off without. I have not had a lot of extra time to put into promoting it so mm -hmm. as far as like my social media the things that I put on social media I haven't been able to do a ton I try to put things out there when I can but I don't I honestly don't have a lot of extra time by the time I work full-time at the hospital mm -hmm. I, have a, I have a family and there's, there's only so many hours yeah there's only so many hours so I would love I think one of my, my next uh, goals is to hire a social media manager that can help me navigate social media I still want to be a part of it I want to be you know the one interacting but I honestly get on there and sometimes can't figure things out mm -hmm. as far as the difference between a Facebook page and a Facebook group and how you do and I've I don't know it's just right crazy. right all of the little intricacies so I want to I want to throw in one more little referral yeah. here because I love this one I've been watching this woman's channel for years uh Amy Landino I'm going to give her a shout out. She has written books. She's a public speaker. She has all these videos on, um, now she's kind of more focused on productivity and that sort of thing. But if you go back into her archives, she has social media marketing videos 
that are like my Bible of social media marketing. When I was first starting out and I was like what you're describing, I was like, I don't, should I post here? Like, what do I post? What do I say? How do I get people to care? Um, I've done things that she's said to do in her videos and then I see spikes right after and then I stop doing those things and so if, if I'm consistent, so I would recommend that if you're interested in, in starting, you know, more marketing, check out Amy Landino's page. You will not be sorry. Okay. And none of, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, supported by any of these people that I've mentioned, or I'm waving my hands and disclaim, <laughs> um, but these are resources that I've used that have really been instrumental for me in getting more engagement not that I'm like the best at it but I see results so yeah. so yeah promotion is a great goal what are some of your other goals I want to uh get more active on my YouTube channel so I have a YouTube channel but it's not very active because right now basically all it is is whenever I post an episode to my Podbean account it automatically generates a video. It's not really a video, but mm -hmm. it, it takes, has like the waveform, the yeah, audio waveform. Yeah. Wave. Yeah. So it has like my, an image of my good nurse, bad nurse logo, and then the little waveform and it posts it on YouTube. But it, th again, it takes a lot of time because what I really need to do is go on there and put like descriptors on there and make thumbnails and do things so that when mm -hmm. someone goes onto YouTube and they're looking up those topics that I'm talking about in the episodes, they can find my episodes and, and they can listen to to me and you know my other co-host talking about those things. I think the Rohingya episode that I did is getting more traffic. It's gotten I I haven't looked in a while, but um, it's it's gotten more. Like the other ones have like two views, and I think it's got a few hundred or something. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. clearly something I did there. I think it's because I made a special slideshow presentation for that because a photographer that went over to the Kutupalong refugee camp and was kind of there and took a lot of pictures. She let me use her pictures. And so I put the pictures in, into in my um, audio. Like I put the, the pictures to the audio to match it mm -hmm. up and then did the, the music or had um, Mike Graham of pop psych one Oh one podcast. He did the music behind it. And um, it just really made a little production out of it. It was so such it a was great. It was so good. It was like NPR quality. Like it really not that and that's not at all to diminish the enjoyability of your other episodes. But that one I listened to and I was like, oh, I, so I need to different. up my game a little bit. Yeah. It's well, good. I, I told my husband, I was like, I gotta go back to the other. <laughs> Don't, so but, much work. We, but you know what? You know you can pull that out of your hat when you've got to because – but editing takes a lot of time, a lot of time. The editing takes a lot of time. The scripting, the research that I had to do about – because I wanted to get it right, you know. And I always mm -hmm. do a lot of research, and, and the, even this format that I do now takes a lot of time because I, I don't – I don't ever want to say something wrong. It makes me really nervous when I start talking about these stories because I, I'm so afraid I'm going to say and I'm going to mess up and and say something you know that's wrong. And I, I don't ever want to just be disrespectful. Yeah. But I was ex especially um, worried about this because this pharmacist that you know she's she's from the United States and then she goes and volunteers over there and ends up taking a position there and just 
her whole life is about helping these people. And I wanted to honor her. Mm -hmm. And I certainly wanted to get the story of the, the, the refugees out and do what I could to help. Um, so I, I wanted to just do the absolute very, very, very best that I could. And so it took, we did, we recorded in November and it took me that long because I just kept researching and researching, researching. And then I did my script and then I recorded it and then I had to match it up and, with hers and then I had it and I paid someone to do the music for it and um then got the pictures it all just kind of came together so well you know product of a lot of work but it it really does show off it's and I think you you did put a lot of care and love into this story so I have nothing but good things to say I um now I'm kind of working my way backwards through all of the episodes um (laughs) which in contrary I should have started from the beginning and worked my way forward but I also like um you know I feel like the the growth is so much more distinct when you listen in reverse so um I like all of the content I've heard so far I hope other people check it out I'm sure a lot of people that listen to your show um uh, you know hopefully they'll find I'll find natural audience members and vice versa because I think that nurses there's so many things we could talk about with nursing like my topic list is like pages long and I think you'll find the same like you've got immense amounts of fodder for episodes like there's so many stories out there um, and I, it made me go on a deep dive on the internet when, um, you invited me to be on the show, um, which folks that are listening to this can also go over and eventually when you get that show up, they can listen to the show that we did together on Good Nurse, Bad Nurse. I'm really excited yeah. to hear that one. Um, but so you've talked about, I, I don't want to get too far, uh, distracted, but so you've talked about promotion, YouTube, what, anything else that you, you want to see in the future for your show, anything that you're working towards? These are great goals. These are excellent goals. Well, uh, a friend of mine, Christine, who also has a medical podcast called Antidotes Podcast. She does a, she's a former EMS. She's a nurse practitioner, uh, former EMS, um, she's just amazing and she does these kind of like uh real life stories so not true crime but like real life stories she'll have people on and they they talk about their their experiences it's just a great it's wonderful wow i love it she and i um started out i started a few months before her and when i saw her on i forget i think i saw her on um like a my favorite murder Facebook page or something, maybe the nurse, nurse Arenos or something like that. And she said something about having a podcast and I was like, or start, she was going, wanting to start a podcast. And I immediately was like, I need to tell you all kinds of stuff. You know, she was like, okay, good. And we had a little session and I was just trying to like give her all the information I could to help her because I didn't have anybody do that for me. And I wanted to encourage her Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to do it. I want everybody to do it. Everybody do it. If you want to do a podcast message me, I will tell you, I'll tell you everything. I don't have any secrets. I don't. (laughs) Same, same. The more the merrier, the more people that you can get doing this, the more um, recognition you're going to get, the more people are going to be recognized, you know, understanding what podcasts even are there. It's sort of a, it's not necessarily new, but it's becoming a newer phenomenon of late a lot of people don't know I mean I've had co-workers that say I want to listen to your show but I don't know how um and so yeah it's uh 
it's really cool to bring people into this world and be like, oh, you know how there's nothing on TV tonight? You've got eight trillion podcasts you can listen to. And I have... And fascinating. They're great. And I listen to everything from, like, comedy podcasts, um, nursing. I listen to podcasts to help me fall asleep. I love the NRSNG series. They have, like, yeah. nursing for everything. Med terminology, pharmacology. I mean, they are what they're doing I was like I'm not gonna do any of that stuff because they've got the hold on that they've got it down but it's great there's so much room for content so I'm the same way it's like if anybody gives me even a a little space in which to talk about how to do it I'm I love you know I've already shared my information with um, some friends who started a podcast about one of their hobbies Um, and so I, I I feel the same way I'm really excited that I got this opportunity to talk with you um if people want to listen to your show or engage with you what are some of your favorite ways to to interact with people so i am on instagram and um i'm pretty sure it's gnbn podcast i I hate that i I can never remember that (laughs) i can't remember mine either (laughs) but if Um, if you search good nurse bad nurse it'll come up yeah it will uh on instagram and I feel like the Instagram is harder to send me a personal message because uh, I've had people send them to me and I don't see them for a while. At some mm-hmm. point I'm on there messing around. I'm like, there's a message from like three months ago. And I never <laughs> saw it. Um, and then, but you know, you can like comment on my posts, you know, if you see, you know, you can comment there and then Facebook is good nurse, bad nurse there. I've tried to create a, I mean, try to create a group, like a discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I created it, but I'd not sure how to like, add to like <laughs> oh facebook i i have accidentally created multiple pro- um profiles for myself <laughs> trying to like do other things and then yeah. people message me and they're like i think you got hacked and i'm like no i just don't know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> like it's me I'm it's me myself. it's an oops <laughs> don't worry nobody's trying to like steal my identity nobody wants my identity it's fine This has been a fantastic experience. I'm really looking forward to hearing the episode of Good Nurse, Bad Nurse that we did together. I'm sure folks that haven't heard of you are going to be rushing over to listen to you. Everybody needs to go listen. Um, I've really started to enjoy the show. So it's in my like regular rotation now. I have tiers of podcasts. I have my must listen to every episode without fail or my life is going to be like of lesser quality. And then there are some that like I don't listen to all the time but like I like to have around like the NRSNG shows I don't listen to those like every day but if I need to look something up I like it for that so um you're at the top of that list of like gotta check out all the content so so welcome to that group it's a really it's a small group but it's a great group (laughs) anything else you want to share with the Nursing Uncensored listeners before we wrap this up well, Christine and I, if you are wanting to do a medical type podcast, Christine and I have a medical podcasters network group on Facebook. If you want to look that up and request to join, it's a closed group. So if you have a medical podcast that you have, or you want to start one, you can request to join that and we'll help you. We, it's a very small group. We're hoping to build it so that medical podcasters can kind of um, collaborate with each other, come on to to each other's podcasts. Everybody make friends. That's right. Crossovers are great. I love crossovers. Listening to them and now doing them. (laughs) Yeah, it's 
great. I love to um, connect, you know, with, the, I love connecting with my listeners. I feel like I, you're never alone. If you do a podcast, you're never alone. People are listening. They will connect with you on Facebook, on Instagram. They'll, they'll let you know. They'll, and they're so, they're the best people in the world. I've never, I've never gotten a knock on wood, but I've never gotten a negative thing sent to me. Everybody is so sweet and encouraging. <laughs> of course, nurses are just like that. Though, I, I think so. We, you know, we are natural educators and advocates and mm-hmm. also nurses have such good stories to tell that. And, you know, I feel like after a few years in the industry, your sense of humor, you have to have that sense of humor. You have to have yeah. that funny bone, not only as a, you know, just a personality trait, but as like a coping mechanism for all the heavy mm-hmm. things that we do so it's been great I would love to do this again in the future I would love to have you back um, yeah so everyone go check out Good Nurse Bad Nurse and um, come back again for another episode of Nursing Uncensored happy nursing everybody here at Nursing Uncensored we may be Well, uncensored, but we're not unfiltered. Protected health information has been changed and concealed to comply with HIPAA. The things we talk about are from years of experience with thousands of patients, things we've read, stories we've heard. If you think we're talking about you, we're not. Also, we're real nurses here to provide helpful and accurate information, but don't take anything we say as fact without doing your own research. Refer to your state's Board of Nursing, Practice Acts, and your institution's policies and procedures if you have questions about your practice. Lastly, our very strong opinions are ours alone and do not reflect those of our employers, educational, or professional institutions. Thanks for listening, and happy nursing, folks.